Bueno. What up? I lost you, bro. Yeah, I'm going through, uh, through the mountains here a little bit. So, you know how Anthony Bourdain just died? There it is. Yeah. Okay, so, um, Alex Jones, like always, uh, was stirring up stuff about Anthony Bourdain, saying that the reason that... Well, no, saying that the Clintons killed him. That the reason... Because there's a lot of rumors that he was, like, onto some kind of weird shit that he met weird people or whatever. Yeah, and that it had to do... Because I guess Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend was one of the ladies who was assaulted by uh, Harvey Weinstein. And, and so he's basically... Anthony Bourdain's allegedly was going after Weinstein and certain Clinton things. I mean, he was all over Twitter about Clinton and stuff. But anyways, Alex Jones... Uh, he went off on like a tangent of how how uh, Anthony Bourdain was just about to release some kind of information that was going to shock the world or something, and that he was he was as happy as he's ever been in his in his life, and that um, that he like everybody else, the Clintons kill ended up suiciding himself. Well, anyway, Joe Rogan knew Anthony Bourdain. I guess they were fairly close and hung out and he was he was basically saying like that Alex Jones said some crazy shit and that that it was uh he was basically saying like that, that Alex was wrong in this one and so Alex Jones like dude he goes off on infowars about Joe Rogan and he like starts calling him out he's like He's like telling him like, hey, I'm here to spread the truth and if you're gonna like if you're gonna be on um, part of the resistance then I'm coming after you too and like saying that like he started comparing it to Star Wars. He's like, if you're gonna join the Sith Lord, then I'm fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi bitch. And uh, so Joe Rogan on he did a podcast with um, Joey Diaz and they were talking about it and he was kind of like he was kind of uh saying like hey Alex you know we're buddies and I'm sorry I wasn't trying to to um wasn't trying to to say that you were lying I was just saying that you do say crazy shit but the w funny thing was that um that Alex Jones was he started saying that Joe Rogan's been contacted was contacted years ago because Joe Rogan used to be like the number one ambassador for the fake moon landings like he used to always talk about how there's no fucking way they landed on the moon and, and he was part of the big moon conspiracy and he would he was the one always calling him out well allegedly or according to uh to alex jones uh the cia or or the military industrial complex or whatever got a hold of joe rogan because he's so influential and basically said like we need you to pump the brakes on what you're talking about and if you do so you know you can still talk about things that interest you and interesting things but you could we'll basically make you the greatest podcast ever but you just got to stay away from these conspiracies and you have to shoot down these kind of conspiracies and so joe rogan on uh on his podcast was basically saying like hey alex i haven't sold out and nobody's contacted me and this and that but it's just it was just very interesting what do you think about that well both of them are definitely characters 
Um, Joe Rogan has definitely been known to like change his mind on subjects that he seems very passionate about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I would he would strike me, Joe Rogan, as much more of an honest person than Alex Jones. Thus, by default, I would have to side with Joe Rogan. Right. Oh, he pisses me off too. But like at the same time, I feel like he's just speaking from his heart, and he doesn't always like say that he's right. He's just kind of like us saying this what I'm making up shit that people don't have any proof of what's right or wrong. You know, I'm making up my own theory. Take that, dude. I <clears throat> there's a sound bite of Joe Rogan, and it was part of this. It was this video I was watching that was basically saying Joe Rogan did sell out. But this was a real soundbite. And he was, it was him on early in his podcast. And he was saying, he was saying, look, I just want to be in the know. He's like, so, and he started calling out everybody. He's like, NSA, CIA, FBI, whoever's got to contact me. He's like, I just want to know. And he's like, I'll lie to everybody. I'll even lie to my mom, he said. So I'm going to lie. I'll lie to my mom as long as I get to know. I thought that was interesting too. I don't know either. I, I think Joe Rogan's a pretty genuine dude, but then again, Berto, he is the phenom of the podcasting world. His podcast is bigger than like any network television show. Well Gigantic. Literally 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're even like, I don't think there are even like opposing views when it comes to the politicians anymore. It's like they're bickering about little shit, but it's like nobody's really going at each other in a, in a real way, like in a real sense. They're just calling out each other's bullshit. Yes, like a brotherhood. Yeah, like, no matter which evil you eliminate, you, like, strengthen some other evil. Like, they've created a system like that. You know what I mean? So like, what's going to bring what's gonna bring the power back to the people, Berto? Well, the people actually still completely have the power, but nobody wants to uh, work together. There's going to take theory on it? I think the people do have the power as well, but I think that they are like, because we're so uh, ill-informed and such puppets to to, yeah, completely distracted and completely blinded, that we are unintentionally causing the chaos that we are the literal reason that there is this evil because we're swallowing it and reciprocating it and just, we're acting like a, uh, like a conductor of it. The snake eating a tail? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of a little bit? Uh, album or something that came out but at the end they have this like really racist like well it's only just like a black guy playing a white guy's voice but it's a really racist white guy voice and like it's on like a little PSA announcement there's like chickens in the background and shit and he's like we want to thank you niggers for killing each other and doing our job and like just basically going on about how like at that time like uh, black people felt like white people were all out to trick them, you know? But it's kind of the same thing you're going for where, like, you know, powerful people are trying to trick uninformed people. But basically, he's, like, making a joke out of, like, we don't have to do anything. Like, we'll just stand back and let you guys destroy each other. And I feel like people are getting to that point in a general, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I agree. In that, in that little fake commercial, it was, like, a message for, like, inner city people to inner city people like hey man like stop fighting each other so much like try to work together like not every single person walks across you in the street and you need to like draw down and fight gunfight over you know what I mean like you guys live in the same neighborhood work together for like a better good type of message yeah interesting but I feel like it's the message you're trying to get to the people um right now you're saying like, yeah 
Okay. We do have the power, but we're running around so stupid. It's like they keep are just like so easily sway every single person, and so easily get people riled up. They like have mastered the the science of manipulation so well right. that like they can just like literally put like one piece of information out there in some places they know people will see it and just know that it's going to cause a bunch of fucking problems, you know? Damn, dude. So how do we... Fuck, man. It seems like a, a losing battle, dude. Um, it feels a little bit like the war on drugs. So yeah. maybe, maybe much like the war on drugs, we need to realize that we're, like, fighting the wrong thing. Like, we get it. The war on drugs was to, like, uh, try to get our citizens better. But in the process, they actually empowered drugs more than they ever were at any point in the history of any mankind, you know? Right, and and also playing part in it. I mean... Exactly. Well, like, well, maybe if, whether they did it intentionally or unintentionally, like, I don't think they did it intentionally. I really think it was just dumb, hillbilly mindset of, like, it's a simple problem. You guys are just dumb, black and white. Let's just fuck dump a bunch of money into the war on drugs. We'll fuck stop the bitch down, you know? It's like, oh, uh, no, all you did was, like, eradicate it within America. We got our drugs from somewhere else. Empowered people with horrible, horrible plans, you know? Like, as to where before, if we would have just kept it in house, you know? We wouldn't have gotten so bad. And maybe we should have did the war on fucking the reasons that people do drugs, you know? The war on fucking depressed people, or the war on fucking, you know? unmotivated motherfuckers that don't understand what they can do in the world. So we need to legalize it. Is that what you're saying? Legalize it. Legalize them all. That's, that's, but that's for a different conversation. But for me, I feel like, yeah, I, you know, like, not that, I don't know, it's a tricky, tricky road to, to go down. But for the real drugs, it actually makes much more sense too is that that if if they had full legalization that it would get rid of people getting these strange substances that are killing them where it would be a more you know you'd be getting good dope become uh, bored.
know, if you can, and hopefully everybody does that, and, and it gets the, the ratio gets a little more under control. Yeah, when I first started getting into this, I had the thought of like, okay, maybe we can spread the word and and cause some kind of mind revolution. But I don't think that's possible. I think it. I think. I don't think there's an end game. I think it's more of an individual game now where it's like, okay, we have to realize that the only place we can start is ourselves and the only frequency we can we can go on is our frequency and that's the only thing that we can manage. But it's like, fuck, sometimes I wish we could just push a reset button, dude. Well, and no, just be like, boom. Thing. That's not the only thing, but that's where you gotta start. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if you want to reach out to people to tell them to try to start within themselves, and you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, it, it just can't happen. It's not a simple thing. If it was a simple answer, like, it wouldn't have gotten to the point that it is, you know? Yeah. Like, it, there is, like, in what happiness is for one person to the next person isn't the same thing, which is why we couldn't grasp one whole world of everybody happening the same. You know, it's horrible that we have places like China, but, like, if for whatever reason that's what their place is evolved into, like, who are we to, you know, do much more than say, hey, man, you can't, like, torture people in front of us, we'll try our hardest to stop that, you know? Right. Fuck, dude, maybe, maybe we just gotta, we just gotta fly in a straight line, Berto, like you were saying, <laughs> and reach the edge, man. Dude, I've thought about that because I was uh, I, when I went down this last month, I went down to oh, Berto, fucking hang up on me, bro. S- saw the flat Earth talk coming, and you hang up on me. I'm calling you back, bitch. Oh, you're getting called back, Berto. You don't want to talk flat Earth, do you? Guess what, baby? It's flat. It is flat as hell. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be fun. You're gonna love it. But I, I 100% will be the Joe Rogan here, Alex Jones. Well, Alex Jones doesn't think it's flat either. He said he says it's round. Actually, and you know what's interesting about that is Eddie Bravo, who nowadays is like the face of flat earth when it comes to conspiracy talk and he's good friends with Rogan he actually went on uh, Infowars and they discussed flat earth and that that episode never got released does Joe or does he probably fuck up Alex Jones Alex Jones doesn't strike me as a thinker and if he hit him with some shit that caught him off guard they probably got like they're like, oh shit, we can't hear that, bro. Yeah, pretty it's much. Right now. <laughs> it's funny to hear him talk about it too, because Eddie Bravo thinks that the reason they didn't do it is that he went full idiot on him. He's like, well, I went full flat earth, so I, I, I can see why he wouldn't want to air it. But, um, anyways, what I was saying was, uh, you were saying, like, what if they 
what if it's for our own good that we can't handle the truth? Um, I was actually thinking about that because there's wait, uh, there's report or uh, documents or reports from Admiral Richard Byrd on his trips to Antarctica, and one of them is pretty crazy of how like like him and the Navy got into like dog fights like with jets and and uh, alien ships and that Antarctica is actually the reason we're being kept from the ring is that that we can't handle the truth and that we can't go there because that's their place so not only could we not handle the truth but we couldn't even handle being there because they would wipe us out I was thinking something a little different because you know I watched I, uh, I think I form a lot of my, my uh, crazy conspiracies from movies. And I was thinking about this movie where all the people were in like the good world and they were kind of oblivious. They didn't know. And they had like, like a, there was like a, a shitty world that they didn't even know existed. You know what I mean? And like those shitty people kind of like made everything for them and like sacrificed for them like body parts and you know everything and like these other people didn't even know it existed um and they were just in their whole like because people kept it from them you know what I mean they wanted to like you know the society to be like kind of an oasis for a certain selected people Mm. and what if we're the selected people and it's even more fucked up well, bro, I mean, but could it be more fucked up, man? I mean, I guess it could. If, if we're talking, like, being straight apocalypse, I guess. But it's pretty fucked up. It's fucked up, bro. I'm cruising down the fucking road without touching my gas pedal. And it's six degrees inside my car. And I feel amazing and I'm talking on the phone. Yeah, and also you have to dictate your whole. I'm living in a fucking like jungle right now, worried about a fucking like tiger eating me in my sleep. Yeah, or maybe if you were living in the jungle, Berto, you could be one with the tiger and be riding it like Conan, and and be like understanding the energy of the earth and being like the all-powerful Berto, instead of being instead of being a rat in a cage, bro. In spite of my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. Huh? Oh, is that what he said in that song? Yeah, in spite of my rage. In spite of my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. Exactly. You know what's funny is he's, he's one of the people also widely kind of regarded as a sellout now. Although, a conservative person, which, like, I don't know how you can still call him a sellout. But I don't know, but at any rate, he's uh, super political now. Um, uh, big time like Trump supporter and stuff. Yeah, it trips me out the Trump thing. The whole the whole Trump phenomenon is nuts. But didn't he come across as like super liberal before? Yeah. Didn't, like they were like punk rockers, right? Yeah. Well, they're they're well, alternative rock. Sing that song was that Nine Inch Nails? What? Uh, Rat in the Cage or whatever? Oh, is it? I thought it was the Smashing 
Or, or was it the Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah. it, was, I think it was the Pumpkins. Yeah, because I can hear that guy's voice. He has a pretty distinct, um, common white guy voice. Yeah, he's got that mousy voice. That... He has a really whiny, like, voice. I think I can do a good Smashing Pumpkins guy. I think I can get, you know, if I really got into it, I think I can get my inner whiny voice pretty hardcore. I think I might be spot on. I think I might be spot on. I think you need to start uh, working on that. I think you need to start hitting up some karaoke and uh, karaoke? yeah, dude, and finding finding your inner smashing pumpkin. But don't they also sing a very uh, nightman-esque like child butt rape song? You know, I'm gonna just come clean right now. I'm not a huge Pumpkins fan, so I don't know a ton of their songs. I know they sing that one song that Today is the greatest day I ever know. Shameless too. 
Oh, I think I would too, because I've seen a lot of like the advertisements for it, and like just general clips of it. It's so and good. Yeah, it's so good. It's not nearly, it's not even really a comedy, but it is, it is funny. It's like comedy slash real life drama, but there's some shit that goes on there, dude, in this show that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, there's this group, there's this lady, she's played by Joan Cusack, and she has, I can't remember the name of the disease, but it's where she's so afraid of the world that she can't leave her house. And so, and she, uh, she basically, uh, she just, she's like the perfect stay-at-home mom. She's always cooking and stuff. And she gets infiltrated by the town drunk <laughs> who uh, kind of starts using her for, because she's such a good stay-at-home mom. And, and uh, but in order for him to stay at her house, he finds out, like he, find, he goes there and seduces her. And, and to, without giving the show away, because I couldn't do that because there's so much stuff going on, but he, her thing in bed is that she has a dildo and she rapes guys in the ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's such a weird twist because she's just this strange, like, she's super wholesome, dude. She's super wholesome looking, but she gets him in the room and she just, like, goes to town on his ass. <laughs> And he's totally cool with it because he's a total freeloader who's like, well, fuck, if I just got to take it in the ass every now and then to, to have a roof over my head and free meals, I'm good. <laughs> well, have you ever seen the show Eastbound and Down? Yes. Felipe was really big into that show. That, that bit sounds like it's kind of stolen from that show. Oh, really? There's a nerdy dude who falls around the main character and the main character just treats my shit all the time. And yeah, I, I know the guy. The dirty dude finally meets it in season two. He meets this uh, Mexican chick when they go to Mexico because the guy comes him over and he's just kind of out on his own. And uh, so finally meets this like Mexican chick that'll let him bang, you know? And then eventually once they're uh, like get a little more like intimate and they bang a couple times, she, uh, she lets him know that she likes something weird and she starts banging him with the dildo all the time he's always like kind of complaining afterwards like oh, I don't really like it but you know she lets me have regular sex so what am I going to do you know <laughs> oh my god it's such a good show dude you gotta watch it That it, it's right now it's the number one show I'm watching shit I don't I don't really have it in a place. I think I do, and it's kind of embarrassing because it's so mainstream. But I think I right now is uh, Big Bang Theory. I watch a lot of reruns of that. Oh, is that, is that good? Well, for me it is, because you know how I get down on like video game nerding a little bit? Actually, I would con nowadays I wouldn't be considered that much, but in my time, I think I was a little bit of a video game nerd. Well, you have you have plugged you have plugged Fortnite multiple times, so I think you're still there. Yeah, well, see, that's where it relates. And then I remember what sold me a couple of years. It was actually a while back when PS4 first came out. They literally did a whole episode, and the guy's super smart in the show. And like, there's science they do, like, seems kind of halfway legitimate. They do a lot of real words and real theories and stuff, you know. And yeah, I like I like the actors. 
and then you know, the, the main guy, he just goes to this big ass breakdown uh, of PS4 versus Xbox One when it first came out. And like, it literally is like probably one of the best fucking like breakdown things you'll ever see on the two things. He goes into so much detail about the processors and what they can handle and what they can do and their strengths and weaknesses. It's like by the time that episode's over, you're like legitimately 100% informed on like what you would want out of a gaming system and which ones you would want to buy. So what does it go with so PS4? Uh, in the thing, I think he goes with Xbox. I was always a PS4 guy, and Xbox is always over even in Xbox One, and even talk about how they didn't necessarily fix that. The one of the complaints. Yeah. Uh, Xbox are always much more compatible with PCs because they're owned by the same people. The Microsoft people like own PC gaming and Xbox gaming, but they like, use the same <coughs> thing, so they work hand in hand a lot more functionally. So playing on an Xbox often get a way bigger possibility of people to play against than a lot of PS4 Dude, I don't want to change the subject, Berto, but I need, we need to get a, uh, or I need to get a new studio, man. It's fucking hot. Dude, well, I got, and what's really bad, dude, is like I can hear a storm around me, but where I'm at, it feels like I'm in the Sahara right now, bro. Like, I can feel, you, ever, you know how when you cry, you feel a tear go down your face? I can actually feel sweat drips going down my sides from my armpits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like actual bad. drops. So for what? What would be your solution? Do you have an extra, extra indoor space? Or are you in need of some cooling systems for your garage? That's what I was thinking. Because I got, I got a, a couple vents that are well placed on the garage where I'm pretty sure I could sneak one of those little ACs in there and it would work perfectly the little wall ACs so I'm thinking that might have to be the move because dude whew, it's like a sauna in here yeah well even those wall ACs they make ones that come on wheels with basically like a dryer vent tube that you can run almost anywhere and they run about $100. See, my only thing is like, noise. amazingly though, is what I'll give you. It doesn't necessarily even make that much noise, but the air that comes out of there isn't going to be a whole bunch older than like 65 or something, you know what I mean? Like, right. Since we had one, we had one at the front room, and I remember like, it definitely doesn't cool a big space very well. Not like a, a real wall one would, you know? Right. Because the real wall ones actually take a lot of electricity. I don't think you just plug them into anything. No. I don't know, but man. They, do make, they make a ton of options for that. Or, um, you know, you said sound is an issue, so you don't just want to get one of those big floors. Well, yeah. I don't, I, I don't like to... Uh, I don't even like to... Because I have a little fan, like a small one, like a desktop fan that makes very minimal noise. And I can tell a huge difference from when I'm running it and when I'm not on the podcast. So I imagine anything that produces more noise than a table fan. The thing's literally like not even eight eight inches in diameter. Tiny little thing. And I put I have it in there just to circulate air, and it it's a lot louder when it's on on the podcast. Like I, get, I don't I don't run it while I'm while I'm on the cast anymore. 
what if you um, built some kind of little, like, I don't know, structure out of two by fours and stuff to have a um, ceiling fan and then place it above the area which you wanted to fit? You would obviously not be able to, like, raise your hand, but you could make it taller than people's heads. Yeah, that's true. And a ceiling fan makes no noise and use hardly any electricity. You can use any old electrical outlet amount of power. And, uh, pretty legit, no? Yeah. It would definitely be like a handyman type situation, but that's right up your alley, bro. Yeah, it it wouldn't be that hard. But I'm not going to do that. I think what I need to do is move and make sure where I move, I got a spot. Because I don't think, I, I think a lot of it has to do with even the lack of quality in the sound I produce right now is that I'm in a garage. It's not soundproofed. There's no sound. You know, there's no acoustics at all. It's like an echoey thing with a drum set and a massage chair and, you know, boxes and shit. I think I need a small, like, like a small size room inside the house. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely have to move that. So, hey, do you think we could throw a pause on the podcast? Because I'm home and Ricky's been about to start flipping out. She knows that we're here. For sure. And I'm going to take the dogs inside. Good. Okay. So, all right. So, we're going to take a pause, Berto. You've been recording some of this, right? Uh, yeah, I got four, I got I got forty minutes. I got forty minutes going right now. I know, but you missed all my best alien talk. No, 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 I missed very little. Like we got a good, we got some good shit going here. Uh, but anything I miss is always too much, bro. You're dude, you're like gold. Me and Naomi were talking about that earlier. We're like, dude, Berto is such podcast gold. Because oh, I could literally, you're like a you're like an improv master. For a podcast, for a conversation, because I can literally throw any stupid shit at you, and you're like, "Well," and then you just kind of, well, if I have anything on this, this is what it is, and you just go with it, and it's oh, it's genius. You know, you know what I caught myself doing a bunch of times though when I'm not really informed on something. You'll you'll talk to me about it, and you'll like set up like a big old question, like you're ready, like an important question. And, like, if I don't have something for it, I'll just be like, um, no, but I was going to start talking about it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's all fine and good, but what about Raiders? Yeah. <laughs> um, I caught myself doing that, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, what's wrong with my brain? Well, it happened. All right, I'm going to pause it. successful
the glass bottle? right now I looked up the Alex Jones thing and it's uh, comedian Bill Hicks. Hicks. Yeah, Bill Hicks. Look up, if you ever look up wanna go down a funny rabbit hole you look up uh, Alex Jones is actually Bill Hicks and it's very interesting because I maybe I'm the wrong guy because I love a good conspiracy but I don't see why not man. I mean right now Alex Jones is I think fifty seven Whereas Bill Hicks right now would be, would be 40, wait, I mean, sorry, sorry, Bill Hicks would be 57, and Alex Jones is 40 years old right now. Alex Jones does not look like a 40-year-old. similar, strikingly similar, they're both very, like, obviously Alex Jones is super, uh, or at least appears to be extreme, fight the power, power of the state, we're all sheep, and, and it gets extreme, and Bill Hicks was kind of that way, but he was in more of a, of a, at that time, like a liberal political speaker. He's a huge Raider fan, which is cool. But we can get him on the podcast for sure. Oh yeah, and I actually could do a little Raider talk right now too, man, because uh, I've been diving down some Raider rabbit holes too, and listening to the propaganda videos of training camp and the pads oh, on. You know what? I've been listening to a lot of propaganda, dude, and I feel like uh, I I don't know which way to take it, man. I don't know if like certain part of me is super excited about stuff. Right, and us, like, you know, having gone through it for so long, you do, huh? You start getting, like, cautious. Like gun shy, like, <laughs> I, 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 I thought that people were going to be good before, and then they just aren't, you know? I don't know, though. I think, I think we are going to be good. Well, this Mac thing is really starting to worry me, and I've almost already, classic Berto, ready to just throw them off the wing nation ship. Oh, and shit. I'm kind of almost like, shit, I wonder if we could get a really good player in a draft form. We should just, like, cut bait. Because, like, I really... 
Yeah. Like we'd be getting him back only for the future this year. We wouldn't be getting the full 100% version of him. Yeah, but the but you gotta think. He could, he, dude, he might be one of those. He might be one of those players that don't come around again, man. That's yeah. That's one thing. That's one thing I was thinking about because I was never thinking like we should get rid of him or like try to get something. But I was thinking if we did, worst case scenario. And I, I agree. I don't think that he by any means makes or breaks a team. But he he is badass though. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it sucks because like this uh, this Arden Key is the guy that they drafted, and he's going to be really good. And it seems like. Every time we're about to get like a good combination of pass rushers, something doesn't work out. You know, it was always Alton Smith kept falling through, and you know what I mean. Like, right. It's just like we could never put other people around him to make him better. Now we finally got Bruce Irving on the other side. I think he's gonna be like a, a little bit of a poor man's version of Khalil Mack, but maybe not. I mean, he just he, you know he's good. He's he is good. good at getting to the quarterback. He's got the right attitude, too. That's what I like about Bruce Irvin. He seems like all go, like fight, fight. And he's really good at getting the ball away from people. Exactly. I think since he's been at the Raiders, he's had 10 force fumbles. No shit. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, it's it's hard to be optimistic, man. (laughs) Or like overly optimistic, I mean. situation where I'm like, but he seems to play well. <laughs> well, he does, except for like the one time he messes up, it's always the worst, you know? <sighs> I know, when he had that like flawless year and then he gave up the sack yeah. that got Carr. Yeah, the sack that basically like derailed the trader, the later momentum. The hottest the team in football at the time? Yeah, and you know, literally set him back like years. <laughs> yeah, set him back in years, and we we had to deal with the embarrassment of losing to the Houston Texans. But not only losing, just like not even being in the game from the very snap. Right, and just it like, wasn't it wasn't like they were playing well either. It's just like we were just no, we were just so bad. Oh, we were so yeah. bad. 
Oh, I'm, I'm scared too, man, about, about Khalil Mack. It bothers me. Just because I don't like the distraction at all. I feel like if we weren't dealing with that distraction, what would we be dealing with, like, at all? Because from what I hear, he wants quarterback money, right? Well, he wants to be the highest paid defender. Right. And what's weird about that is, um, like, the other guy that wants to be the highest paid defender, their team just signed somebody, their running back, so, like, the highest running back deal ever. Crazy, the Rams, and their defense. Yeah, Aaron Donald. He's bad. And the only reason I know that, I'm not a Rams fan, but fantasy football, dude. I've had him both both year, the last two years, and he is bad. He's just such a physical runner, I could see him just falling off the map overnight. That'd be crazy. Like he's, he's so big and so strong and so fast. Like That's what he's, that's his thing, you know? Like yeah. What happens when all of a sudden he just can't outrun somebody or run them over. I wonder if that running back for the Chargers is ever going to be good. He was the other guy in that draft with Gurley, and he was the other guy. What was his name? Gordon? Or? Yeah, no, he already left the Chargers. Did he? Uh, I might be wrong about that. I don't think yeah, so. He, I think he's probably he, still he in his rookie contract. He had a pretty good year where he got like 10 touchdowns or something. Yeah. Like two years ago. Melvin Gordon, that's what his name is. Anyways, fuck the Chargers. What do I care? Yeah, and then that Conley guy, I guess he got hurt again. Yeah. What? He, he keeps getting like weird little tweaks. Oh. He's hip tweak or something now. He's going to be the new Darren McFadden? Yeah. On defense? Well, well, it wouldn't even be the Darren McFadden. It was the guy we let go to the, the Lions. Who? DJ Hayden. Oh, yeah, now he's a Jaguar. Yeah, I hope I hope he does. I hope the best for him. You know, he seemed to play hard. He was just one of those guys who just, like, the team wasn't good enough for him to play. You know what I mean? He right. was going to count on too much. So Conley got hurt. Is this something stupid, something little, or what? videos on the first day of pads it looked nice and the interview sounded good but I guess that's propaganda right <laughs> well yeah that's, but, and it just worries me because like people keep bringing up this thing making Gruden sound really stupid and it's like is he really doing a Columbo on these guys or is he stupid like what do you mean
there really thrown off by this thing where somebody came in about the analytics stuff. And he's like, oh, are you talking about that? And he's like, he's like, no, I'm trying to bring football back to 1998. And it's like, I don't know how much of that was serious or like right. or what, but people keep really super harping on it. And the fact that he came in and like totally brought in all these older players, which the league isn't structured that way anymore because younger players can't make that much money in their first five years. So like teams blow the players up with young players, you know what I mean? Right. So they can just have as many good athletes as possible and hope it all lines up and the Raiders are going back to the old style of bringing veterans in, you know? Dude. Yeah, like this is stupid, you like, you know what I mean? And I just don't know, dude. And are you familiar with Colombo? No, no idea. I didn't, that's why I was I was kind of like, show, is that good or bad? Yeah, in the show Columbo, um, he's a detective, but he always plays this really, like, goofy guy who seems really stupid all the time, and he always keeps going, and one more thing, and asking, like, dumb questions, and the people that he's investigating are always really annoyed by him, like, he's stupid and he's just annoying them, and then in the end, he's actually been paying attention way more than you think, he's got, like, shit going on behind the scenes, and he's been, like, Really? Yeah. That sounds like a show I would enjoy, dude. Yeah, it's from the eighties. You can still. Find oh, I've heard of it for sure. I've heard of it for yeah. sure. Like the name. It's, it's really funny, actually, in a like dry English humor kind of way. Yeah. He, he's got kind of like, like get smart almost, but yeah, like like not as. Yeah, he plays a guy who seems like just really goofy, drives like this old car, kind of like ratty. Has his trench coat on, and it seems like too old-fashioned, and nobody takes him serious, you know. And the same thing, he's always saying, "And one more thing," because he always starts to walk away, and they turn around and ask him a couple crucial questions, and they're always so annoyed that they don't answer him right, and he catches them slipping up, you know. Mm. Because they're annoyed by how like stupid he is, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, get away, fly," you know. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, watch Columbo growing up? Fortnite drama, huh? Yeah, so in the Fortnite world... Wait, before you even get into that, I just gotta say, uh, apparently Fortnite is going on in my house. I'm just not the partaker. My daughters, they they also sold me on it this week, or were trying to sell it to me this week. <laughs> They're Fortniters, and they were talking about building build battles and all kinds of stuff, so there you so go. You see how far it's penetrated, then... Yeah, they're 9 and 10. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. It's like if you were to probably watch them play and then try to play the game, you'd probably be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why aren't you paying the bills around here? 
<laughs> That's awesome. Okay, but go ahead. What's the drama? Oh, yeah. So, in the drama, there's been, like, there was a competitive tournament, like, two weeks ago or something, and some guy won that um, has never been known to be that good. He won in the console market, though, so, like, you would compete individually. You would be, like, there would be a, a PlayStation 4 tournament, a Xbox One tournament, and then a PC tournament. Mm-hmm. They would all be playing against each other in a competitive atmosphere. They would separate them off. They wouldn't be able to cross-play. Okay. It was kind of not fair. They're different. They're different things. Right. And uh, so I guess um, on PS4, you can just plug uh, a mouse and keyboard into it and just play like you would on a keyboard because there's a bigger advantage to playing on a PC because you can aim better with the mouse. It's like when you're getting used to it, like you know like what kind of hand jerk it takes to cover what kind of distance on the screen. Right. I mean, it's not the same as holding down your joystick and waiting for it to like, drag across. Right, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then, and then that's only like half the advantage. The biggest advantage is in building. So in building on a keyboard, you just like assign. Um, well, it like you let you pick, but there's just like buttons assigned on the keyboard. You know, like you know, R S T, whatever the fuck. But they're arranged in a way that's where your fingers can use them. Right. So on a on a console in that situation, you got to change it to building. They even have a setter called. And then that was it. Like he investigated all that and put it at the 
again, they said, um, as far as, and they can tell if he's using a keyboard or not, they can't. Like, the, the game can tell if you plug in a keyboard right. or a controller. Like all that information is tied into the information saved in what's going on. And so they can't tell that, but they're like, if he's using a keyboard or not, like, it's not illegal, like, we allow that. Um, so, like, oh. you know, we're not going to take back the win. But, like, people don't care for just playing for fun, but they're saying, like, in competitive environment, that's dumb, because here's the side effect. So, PC gamers generally are the most serious gamers. Mm-hmm. They take it the most seriously, they invest a lot of money in the PCs to, you know what I mean, to get the most high-performing one to help them play better and everything. Right. And so, all these people, when they don't make a PC tournament now, at least in the game of Fortnite, they're just going to re-enter and as a console, plug the mouse and keyboard in, and then just destroy all these console players because they're just better, you know? And, and you happen to be a console player. Yeah, like, the, the reason they separate the consoles, the PCs, and all that shit is because it's like a tier system, you know what I mean? Right, like, it's a huge advantage. If you're advantage. playing in these console tournaments, it's kind of like the minor league. Right, exactly. Wow. a ton of money to be made and fame from winning these. Yeah, so what happened? So did this guy, did this guy happen to uh, be involved with people who would investigate that, Berto? Or was he freakingly no, lucky? No, conspiracy. He just... I feel like you used the word conspiracy, bro. No, they, people thought it was a conspiracy. Um, but, like, they thought because of the cheating stuff, they thought he was cheating in the other way. Oh. But none of that turned out. Like, there was, like, all of his kills were legitimate. He just was playing with, like, an advantage that they allow. And now that, like, the information is really out there in public, like... People are upset. Be like, uh, this is dumb. Like, if you don't stop this, everybody's going to do it. And no, no console gamers are going to be good at this one game. It's not the end of the world. It's just this one game. But it's a big other game. games don't allow it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they, they put in, you know, things. Interesting. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the new controversy is they're using a mouse and keyboard because they straight up sell like a half a keyboard thing made just for this game for one hundred fifty dollars. Oh and shit! A, a really high performance mouse. So it's just basically like a keyboard with like all the letters that would be on your left hand, and you just assign all the stuff that you want to it, and you just not ever have to look down and do everything you need to do on that hand, and then you would. Uh, with your mouse and you would move with your uh, whatever buttons you assigned for moving on the keyboard interesting very interesting Berto what's your final thought what do you think about um, the world not ending during the blood moon what, was it supposed to end uh, I don't think so but it was rumored yeah every time nowadays because there's been so many frequent blood moons and, and it's been such a hypey thing and and tied to like the apocalypse every time there's a blood moon they're like the end of the world the end of the world but I think now we're, everybody's numb to it where you don't even notice the end of the world things anymore oh well then that's actually when the world will end and you know when people stop heeding the warnings yeah well I think we haven't heeded the warnings at all for a while <laughs> Oh my god. For those who try to destroy my brother. <laughs> <laughs>
and I will say that I am the Lord. <laughs> if we're really in a flat earth and it's all a trick, then the world actually probably ended a long time ago. And we're just in the aftermath. Well, the idea of the flat earth is that there was no beginning or end, and it's a, it works as uh, as a remote energy uh, simulation, much like what Nikolai Tesla was producing in his ring generators or whatever they're called. Band, his band. Wireless, his wireless energy. Yeah, his wireless energy bands, and that it were just in a weird simulation that is domed and living out some weird fantasy Westworld weird shit. So it's about as professional as I can put it. <laughs> if um, so, if that were true, I'm not gonna let you final thought on this because you got me on something. So if that were true, would you believe that like it's generally 99% percent of the most like influential people are really um, just part of the elite or put there by the elite for a purpose? And yeah. Report to somebody else. Yeah, I think they're. I think they definitely do, and I also think that in this, the idea of them quote unquote selling their soul is just a way to put that they are no longer true consciousness and intelligence. They're like the equivalent to artificial intelligence on a video game. The necessary resistance to better the real character. You know what I'm saying? Like that they don't even really exist on a way that we exist because we exist in our mind and our consciousness and the craziness that's happening. We always think like, how can pe how can people do this? Like, why would they do it? Well, maybe they are not they. They're not even people. They're just part of this simulation that of course they're the ultimate evil because we're in a story. The world is a stage. curse bro and I think that's part of it too man maybe we're not supposed to be getting so comfortable with, with well, our teams is, is it because Al Davis fought the resistance too hard and they struck down on him I do think that the best kind of uh, conspiracy theorist is a real raider because they are the conspiracy of the football world so yeah I think they're the they're the rogues they go wrong. You know, I think I think the Raider fans probably are the original like conspiracy. They screwed us fans. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. They definitely had things going their way along the history too. But starting with the uh, immaculate reception, and they've had and a lot of things go. You know, go very sour. Or the tuck rule. The infamous tuck rule. God. Or the Saragusa flop. Oh, the flop. Nobody remembers the flop except for Raider Nation. You try to bring that up to like anybody who's not a Raider fan, and they're like, I didn't even know you guys were in the playoffs there. You're like, fuck you. You would even have to be a 35 plus year old Raider fan, I'm guessing. Yeah, you'd have to be. like 30 plus. 
Well, yeah, because when that happened, dude, I was pretty young when it came to my fanhood. I think that was 97 season, 98? Uh, 98, 99, I think, maybe. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, that was, uh, I always think, like, okay, if the Raiders didn't do the tuck roll game and then they didn't lose Gruden, they could have won two Super Bowls. But I forget about that because that team was just as strong as any other team. Yeah, that team was fucking killer. And we played, the, that was the year the Ravens won. Yeah, I feel like that, actually, yeah, that was the year the Ravens, that was the team that beat us and served us a flop. And they had fucking flip. Trent Dilfer. Rushing, well, and that was also uh, the point Gotham got hurt, like, prior to that game. Yeah. And he was tearing it up. Remember, classic Hoffman, he was, like, he was pretty legit. Oh, he was so good, dude. When he was healthy, he was so good. And he's still a Raider, though. He's still yeah, saving he's, souls in Raider Nation, allegedly. I don't yeah, know. He, he does a follow on the Twitter. He goes as Pastor Coffin. He is a pastor somewhere. Some church in California, I believe. Yeah. Is he still their chaplain? For the Raiders? Yeah, because he was actually literally on their their team. Not like team roster, yeah, but their... He was, but that was... That was They're getting rid of the Lord? No, no, he is the lizard people, so he's getting rid of the, like, the, you know, Catholic religion. Or no, no, but he's a pastor, so he's a Baptist, right? Yeah, probably Southern Baptist or something. Pentecostal. He pro- I could probably I could probably listen to a sermon of Napoleon Kaufman and feel very comfortable, because it's probably exactly what I grew up hearing. <laughs> you know what you wouldn't be comfortable Mm. Well, dude, I hope he's ready because I ran a six-second forty, dude. Dude, I bet you he can still backpedal faster than that. Dude, <laughs> I we on Fourth of July we busted it like we you know we caught a little buzz and and uh, OJ was down and, and Meg's sister and Stephanie and kids like basically Judah was down, Jacob, Sarah was down. Or sorry, not Sarah. What am I thinking about? Um, but uh, Ju- Judah and his girlfriend were there. Anyways, fireworks are over and the park lights up because they're, you know, letting everybody see to leave. And they leave the lights on and music on for a little while. So we're like, hey, why don't we start having foot races, like sprints? And so we just started getting the kids sprinting. And I sprinted against my brothers and stuff. And I beat them. But OJ, who played football legitimately and was actually a pretty good running back and you know still just typical uh or i guess you'd call it like a prototypical athletic he was like he's like yeah i'm pretty sure i could i could jog and beat you <laughs> beat you guys <laughs> he's like you guys are you guys are giving it your all together but he's like i'm pretty sure i could go on a, not even break into a sprint and i could probably beat you guys by a second or two <laughs> and I took his word for it because after that I was already tired yeah he's like yeah you're probably right you got some uh some MF or think of 4th of July right now right here oh yeah you're shoot, they're shooting fireworks yeah dude 
Jeez. I was like, hell yeah, dude, getting down on a Sunday. You should start singing, dude. And the rocket's red glare. jazz trumpet players ever he's the one who sings that and he actually he actually just would he would play a bunch of like uh, jazz trumpet like and then he would just throw his voice in here and there like you know oh, yeah, yeah no I saw an episode of Life and Times with Tim where they were talking about it's called scatting yeah yeah exactly he would sing music and then you come in with just a He says, like, niggity or something? Well, he says something, and the guy's like, yeah, you just said niggity. <laughs> I didn't. He's like, no, I distinctly heard niggity. He's like, well, you can say whatever you want. He's a whoppity wop, stickity. Oh, yeah. The episode actually is believed to our most quoted thing ever from Life and Time of Ten. The only reason that it ever gets brought up is the, the four-way exemption from that episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they go smoke weed. Yeah, because they were smoking with the scatters. Yeah. Or the jazz group. The, the, one, the one weirdo guy, the like, kind of loser guy, he brought a joint and just busted it out. And then the boss was like, oh, oh, I'll hit that. Yeah, he's like, it smells good over here. Yeah, and then the, yeah, and then the jazz guys come get down on it. <laughs> they all get high together. Way to offend everybody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, unfortunately, you're fired. <laughs> we're going we're to have to let you go. Can you give me a fork, you know, exemption for us for it? She's like, no, no, I can't do that. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's been a good run. You can't fire me until the completion of the thing. It's like, you're a horrible person. Well, be that as it may, sir. Oh, that show definitely... Nobody knows about that show, and it's fucking... No, they don't, and they have such classic characters. The lady I'm talking about was the best, because she's the human resources people, but she's so cold-hearted and mean. Right, and she's, she's just like, straight to the point. It hurts everybody's feelings. <laughs> I think I'm going to get down tonight, and before I go to sleep, and watch a couple episodes just for shits. Oh, uh, yeah, there's such good ones. Like, I think of so many. I mean, the one where he wears the hot dog suit to work is a classic, because trouble because they're like, oh, you're a penis? He's like, no, I'm not a giant penis, I'm a hot dog. <laughs> and because his 
as soon as he saw the blood or something like that. Yeah, yeah, she actually went out first. Uh, she told me to <laughs> uh, Well, what's your final thought, Berto? Uh, my final thought, life and time from 10, very underrated. Uh, we got to find a way when we become rich and famous to bring it back. Um, and, you know, I think that Yeah, and you he need, does more than just the song that turns off your TV. <laughs> Dude, and maybe, maybe one of the most well-known songs in the whole world. Uh, that song? Yeah, everybody knows at least that first line. I see trees of green. Do you think he's an alien? No. No, I think he was... I think he was lucky enough to be in the talent and music industry before it got too hairy. I think he was just a pure talent, bro. Just back in the good old days, the good old boys. Okay, so my final thought, Louis Armstrong, better than Neil Armstrong. So what's your final thought? Um, oh, shit, man, it sucks. I, was, I totally had some uh, things planned for the next time we podcasted. Cause I had some weird. I say that same bullshit all the time. I did though. This well, this one was really good though because this was just a couple things I wanted to ask, like hypothetical things, and I knew you would be able to take it for a spin, and I cannot for life remember it. But anyways, my final thought, Berto, is um, you and anybody who's listening should, even if it, they're just bored and want to do something that takes about a half hour, forty-five minutes. No, 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 no. Look up uh, Alex Jones is Bill Hicks and go go, go down that rabbit hole because this is a fun one. Uh, if you want another good rabbit hole to go down, go down George Bush Sr. was in Texas during JFK slaying. Very interesting there. And that sounds a little too deep for me. I want you to give me some more people or really other people ones. So I might look into this Alex Jones one, but I want some more of these. These really interesting. Oh, you're going to love that one, then. Uh, yeah, I think you got some ammo on this, too, I'm guessing. I do. Have you actually, have you ever heard of, and I'm not going to take it too long, but have you ever heard of the idea, and I don't, this is one that I actually don't believe, but it's kind of fun to look into, but that Katy Perry is actually, um, um, what's that famous kid that got stolen in the, in the 80s, late 80s? It was, uh, oh, shit. The fuck is her name? God, I hate when I do this, man. Famous child that was never, it was like a national thing. It wasn't, oh, fuck. Anyways, little girl, famous, she was in pageants and stuff, was 
was uh, abducted and they never found her. It was a it was a nationwide. Uh, you know, the, the something Awesome, three names, little, yeah. little makeup girl. I think so. Yeah. Ramsey. Yes, Jomaine Ramsey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but isn't uh, the one where like they found evidence that she was like murdered or something? Well, did they? Well, did they? Uh, I mean. And they just never really found out. Who knows, man, if they did or not. That's that's then we're talking about the news and we don't wanna go there, you know what I mean? But Yeah, but so that that's that's her, right? Yeah, that, that she was indeed abducted, but it wasn't in in a way that she was killed and murdered, but she was abducted to be trained in MK Ultra style uh whatever you wanna call it, to become a lieutenant in the 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 satanic cult that is the music industry and and you know that takes control of pop culture and and adds the hidden weird cabal messianic strange symbolism in videos and weird shit the all-seeing eye like covering of the eye and stuff i don't know but that's one and then there's another one too that i thought was interesting is that Billy Ray Cyrus, because everybody always questions, like, why was Billy Ray... I mean, Achy Breaky Heart was Achy Breaky Heart. Whatever. But Billy Ray Cyrus was is is maybe known as the number one uh, one-hit wonder ever. Because it was... he, he Just from Achy Breaky Heart, he was a phenom. And he, he made a mullet. He was sexy. Like, he was just this weird thing. Well, the idea is that he was purposely thrown into the limelight, not... Not for the reason for him to be famous, but for a Kickstarter to be able to mold what would become uh, Miley Cyrus and her do kind of the same job as a Katy Perry would do to fuck with the youth. Uh, well, I haven't heard that one, but a long time ago, uh, somebody tried to sell me on a conspiracy that, uh, what's her name? Megan Fox? Yeah. That she is really a tranny. Was born as a male That that Megan Fox is a man. Yeah, was born as a man. Oh, damn, dude. And also, there's one that the 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 girl from Ridiculousness, or she's also on the Fun Factory thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she has that weird name. I could kind of see her. But, you know, who knows, man? What? Dude, you need to you need to go over there and, and do a Dude, but you need to go over there. You need to go over there and do a, a mobile live cast. So why fireworks? Big celebration. <laughs> just walk right in on the air. Just recording it. Yeah, and just like act like you're a reporter with your phone, kind of, you know, poke it in their face and ask them what's going on right now. Hmm. Well, I might think about that. Though. That was a pretty good drawn out yeah so anyways yeah that's my final thought look up Bill Hicks and uh, <laughs> look up Bill Hicks 
Um, uh, the lady, the lady from Ridiculousness and Megan Fox are men. Uh, you know who is a man though, and I would bet my literally my right nut on it. Michelle Obama. She really, she really is a man. No, 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 dude, I don't, I honestly do not see in red or blue when it comes to that, but she is a man. Well, next to Obama, it, it is hard to not make the argument sometimes, because he looks very skinny and dimmed compared to her, she seems pretty strong and masculine. She's the, he's the better looking of the two, bro. Anyways, go Raiders, right? Go Flat Earth. Are we are we going Flat Earth yet? Well, you're going Flat Earth. Oh, but not as Izzy and Berto, the team, like the home team. Yeah, no, no. No, we're still divided on that one. Okay, okay. Uh, as, as many space topics, I think, we're much divided on, other than aliens. Yeah. So, oh. so go, go Raiders, go um, Misshapen Earth. Go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. And 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 go go around with your head up and at a high frequency and realize that the only thing we can do, right, Berto, is to just make sure that we're doing our best to not be dicks. Yeah, yeah, I think it helps. Like don't be a dick. So I'm gonna get Naomi. I'm gonna get Naomi and my niece Necha. Shout out to them on a podcast soon because I was talking to Naomi earlier. They want to get down into the Mandela effect. What's that? We don't have time for that, Berto. The Mandela okay. Mandela effect nope. is the idea that that uh, I think we've talked about it. Where CERN CERN allegedly smashed two atoms together back in the day to recreate the Big Bang Theory and they have done it but it's only thing it's done is shifted our universe so things that we have in our memory are not the same as what they are today like the Monopoly Man having a monocle Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader not saying Luke I am your father you know like things that we remember as children being different to what they really are Oh, well, we'll get down. Maybe we'll have to do a four-way, dude, and it'll just be complete chaos. <laughs> no, no, you guys can have your three-way. Yeah, I, I, a four-way would be impossible. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a family thing, too. You guys want to keep it in-house. Oh, we are, we are family. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I got... Sorry. Yeah, you, you just took it dark, dude. I'm going to let you yeah. go, man. 